Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming to the 12th episode of San Pellegrino podcast run by May. This podcast is going to be about self-reflection of things I did not have an output for, such as the late night thoughts I had in mind. I'm very much tired this week because I went snowboarding and managed to go work the next day, the day after and two days after. And that's why I didn't really have the time to record. And I had a shift today, so um, I went. I also went to Tsukuba, just an hour and a half train ride outside of Tokyo. Uh, my friend wanted to go to Mount Tsukuba, so we went. But then we ended up having the rain, rainy days. Um, at um, yeah, so that was. I was just very tired. Um, so I was inside all day yesterday to have a rest day, and today was just work day. Um, there's nothing special this week except I did mini traveling in Japan, but we all need this sometimes. And speaking of traveling, I was thinking of places I want to go visit post-COVID time, not including the UK, and I really just want to go to Korea. I missed like two or three chances I had of going there for the summer, and I know I have so many friends there, so I just really want to go. But you know, Miss Corona still exists, and... I saw a reel where a girl from the States traveled to Korea aware of the two-week quarantine and everything and she lived in this like huge hotel room for quarantine and she like captured everything about it and in my mind that's such a mad move but also at the same time other people probably will not like that. Well, I just want to travel and hopefully I can replan my trip to the East Coast from New York to Virginia next year because I couldn't go last year. It was going to be my second solo trip and my first one was when I was 12 and I went to Indiana where I was hosted by this huge family. It was through this Japanese family that my mom found on the internet. I don't know how she just trusted the person on the internet to like to be hosted for four weeks but yeah so the family um basically that japanese family basically does the connection between the american host family with the japanese students and the mom of that family oh my god i just said so many families the mom of that japanese family i met there was actually the one that introduced me to unis in the state and how like scholarships can be offered to pay the tuition which didn't happen in the states but she was very happy with me doing undergrad in london oops whatever um and but anyways i want to make my second solo trip happen also because i want to meet my friends from middle school there and it wouldn't be completely alone this week despite the fact that i went traveling i didn't do anything productive so here's my book of the week unfortunately it is written in japanese so it's not available outside but it's called towards a collective well-being by Junji Watanabe and Dominic Chen and others. I have only been reading non-fictional books so it might sound boring to many of you but a nice book that consists of a lot of information really makes you feel smarter in my opinion and it was released before covid so it was weird when I read some of the things in the book that foreshadowed the wellness that needs to be improved especially in a time like this.
Also, this book does not refer to、um, well-being as to mental health. Instead, it is discussed from a wider perspective, including like whether technology has made pro- progress in making humans happier, or what needs to be done to make more humans' lives、um, valuable. One of the things that this book stresses on about is that the technology now is not designed for humans to be happier; it is made to be productive and efficient. So, for example, generally Japanese people are more group-based or community-based thinkers, where they hold their opinions that are relatively similar by nature, not because they want it to be similar, but they value collective well-being rather than individualistic well-being. With regards to well-being, Japanese people first think of the environment and the surroundings to change or fix. To improve their well-being. On the other hand,、uh, Western culture values more of the individualism. When it comes when it comes to like well-being, this book refers to Americans, but from their cultural aspect, they tend to emphasize how you can only improve well-being individually. And、um, Instagram and Facebook are social media that came from the states, and the idea of it is not technically designed for Japanese people, is what one of the authors says. He also says, even though,、um, even though the Japanese seems to be accustomed to the tools and social media, we might be submerged in a mechanism that basically prevents us from getting Japanese well-being. Like they classified Japanese well-being as a different thing from others because of the way the culture works. I personally thought this made sense to some extent. Because you can tell from the education I received、um, from the UK uni rather than the one in Japan,、um, the Japanese people that excel in those areas. Oh, yeah. Well, they're just、um, yeah. The Japanese people are so wise and intellectual, but when it comes to like creativity and entrepreneurship, it's pretty limited. I think、um, they're yeah. They're just people that excel in those areas, but the. Education that is provided in Japan is not made for creativity, and when it comes to well-being in the technology world, it applies the same because the, their cultural mindset is very collective. And if you want to read more about it, there's this book called *Positive Computing* by Rafael A. Calvo, a professor in Imperial, that talks about user interface and user experience for better well-being. Uh, moving on from the intellectual side, I wanted to talk about weird things I grew up doing that my parents made me do. I was thinking about all these things that were not just from my cultural background, but that came from my parents' teachings. And I didn't really list anything; I just kind of thought some of the things. So I'll add up to the list as I make more episodes. But the first thing I, that came to my mind is only to study in the living room.、Um, now that I'm in this tiny apartment in Tokyo, I don't really have other places to study. But growing up, I was only allowed to study in the living room because I would I would get distracted if I were in my room. So I barely had a study desk, and my body is like now made to only be productive in the living room. And uni has changed that work environment because my first year flat kitchen was nasty, and I couldn't study there. But now I'm home and I'm back to that mindset.
The second thing uh, might be very common, but it's to take the milk from the newest. You have to look at the expiry dates every time and choose the newest one. And it makes sense to do that, but when I'm in the supermarket, I seem to be the only one literally picking, like sticking in my whole arm to get the one in the back. I don't know if you relate, I would. Like, I really understand. I, I've been doing that for the past 20 years. So, well, not 20 years, but yeah, you know what I mean. Um, the third one is when I'm scared at night walking outside, um, I have to walk in the middle of the streets. Like, one time my mom got all of us, except my dad, the, like this alarm for a security reason when I walked at night because of the rumors around the area where I lived. But not I like I just naturally do that like where like I just walk in the middle of the streets when there are no cars in my neighborhood. I just yeah, and then like maybe run because I hate it at night when there's no one around. Um, I have like plenty more. I have like so many things in my list, but I haven't written written them, so I don't know. Uh, I'll just talk about that later, like in other episodes as well. Um, but la- my last one, I think, is the ratio of the milk to coffee. My family is a coffee family and everyone has different prefer- preferences when it comes to coffee ratio. So my dad is more of a darker coffee person. So it's about 80% coffee to 20% milk. And you can tell by the darkness of that coffee and my mom is more of like 70% to 30% and I don't mind that much but if it's instant coffee it's about like 75% coffee to 25% milk while for the cold brew or drip coffee I'd get like 100 um, 100% dark well that was such a random episode but i am re- recording on international women's day so i'll leave you who um with you who i think is inspirational or who i thought was inspirational back when i was in elementary school uh, jaxa astronaut and cardiovascular surgeon chiaki mukai she is the first Japanese woman to go into space in 1994 and after a second mission in 1998 she also became the first Japanese person to participate in two separate space flights and fun fact my dream when I was in like third grade was to be an astronaut so yeah that was just a person I had in mind Um, Hope you have a great day and see you very, very soon. Bye.